Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by Connor, live in New York. Ooh, it's almost Halloween. Hey, Joey. Um, and Kyle, live from Delaware. There's nothing scary around here. I got nothing. There's nothing scary. There's nothing exciting. There's, uh, it's just Delaware. Well, yeah, if there was scary stuff, it would be exciting. It would be. <laughs> it would be. But you know what is exciting? What? This episode of the show that we're about <gasps> to get into. Yes. Um, so so we got a few things to talk about. Uh, before we get into the movie that we saw, which is the new film, The Lighthouse, we have a couple of little uh, little tidbits to get into. A little bit of movie news, a little bit of updates on what's going on in our world of movies. So uh, first thing, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood extended cut, if you're not already aware, this movie was put back into theaters with what is being billed as an extended cut of the movie. Um, I'm not entirely sure why they did this, maybe just to drum up a little bit more publicity as we get closer to Oscar season. But nonetheless, I decided, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go see this because I really like this movie the first time. Um, all I can say about the extended cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it is definitely a scam, but the movie is still the best movie of the year. So I still wholeheartedly recommend letting it take your money. Sometimes uh, scams are good. That's such a way to that's such a way to put it, Joey. Like, <laughs> it, I, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice, and like even though I'm sure that the additional scenes are just like you know little fun tidbits, that, but you know I would enjoy even seeing them at some point. No, it's yeah? it's fun stuff, but I, I think people need to like temper their expectations because the movie itself is completely unchanged. All you're really getting is right before the movie starts. There's a couple of like period ads, like things like the uh, uh, the red apple cigarettes. There's like an ad for that, like a commercial, hmm. um, and there's another commercial for the 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 beer that Cliff drinks later in the movie. Um, and then after the movie, there are additional scenes from the um, TV shows that Rick Dalton was filming. Bounty <clears throat> law. Yeah, there's an additional bounty law scene or an extended <laughs> bounty law scene, I should say and a scene from the show Lancer that he was guest starring on during the movie. Um, this is all great stuff. Like, I loved it, but I, I, I can't sit here and tell you that it's substantial in any way. Uh, yeah. So if, if you don't really feel like seeing the movie again, but we're thinking uh, maybe this extended cut will be you know, worth my time, don't do it. Yeah, but, I actually read a couple of articles like recently that this is been like probably one i think they said it's the second highest grossing quentin tarantino movie of all time oh, i wow. think the first was Django. yeah and it's it's done it's, tremendously well yeah, yeah. It, and it's also like such a cool thing too because it's it's the only movie that did well relative that, that that's not like a marvel or disney kind of thing that came out yeah. that's making this kind of money which is like yeah pretty awesome so i think you should champion this uh this is our, i mean we're championing this film this is uh one that we oh, i'm a huge love. fan it's the yeah. kind of movie that I can imagine myself, like just on a, on a rainy day, just putting it on in the background and just living with it. You know, like when when I'm watching it, you never want it to stop. It's that kind of movie. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't yeah. agree more. Great movie. All right, Connor, you yeah. had a couple of things you wanted to get into, so let's start yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Oscars happened yesterday. Well, sort of, sort of. But it was were, it the uh, Governor's Awards or something? The, like the Honorary yes. Oscars? Yes, there were there were honorary Oscar awards given out. And our guy, David Lynch, got his honorary Oscar for his achievements in film. 
That's and, it's wonderful. It's wonderful and, to see my man get recognized. Yes, of course. And if you haven't seen any films by David Lynch, shame on you and go do it immediately. We're talking about Blue Velvet. We're talking about Mulholland Drive. We're talking about Lost Highway. We're, we're talking a whole bunch. The straight story we talked about before. You've probably seen Twin Peaks. If you're, you know, odds are that you've seen Twin Peaks. So you kind of understand like the gist of the David Lynch thing. But oh my God, you got to watch David Lynch movies. Like they're yes, they're some of my favorite things in the world. He's the greatest, and I think one of the best things also is David Lynch's acceptance for the award. It's spoken in only a way that David Lynch can do it. Yeah, he's a very uh, unique man, and I think he. At <laughs> any time you can you can watch any like interview with David Lynch or anything you. It's always a good time. It's always extremely entertaining. And I think, he, like Connor said, his acceptance speech for this honorary award was uh, was wonderful. Yeah, I think it was a total of 40 seconds. The 40 seconds. They did not That's... have to play him off. They, uh, <laughs> He was done in 40 seconds. He said something like, uh, thank you all. Thank you all. This means so much. You all have interesting faces. Good night. And he walked off. <laughs> <laughs> and he was presented the award by... Uh, Laura Dern, his longtime collaborator, and Kyle McLaughlin, another longtime collaborator. You and love Isabel to see Rizzolini. it. You, you love to see it. Like, it just warms your heart to see, it does. To see David Lynch get, get recognized for all of his, his tremendous contributions to film. But so that doesn't mean we want you to stop. I know you might not be making film anymore, but, you know, whatever you do, man, just uh, we'll be there. We'll be there to see it. Twin Peaks Season 4? Maybe. Oh, there's actually Maybe. rumors about Twin Peaks Season something, or something about Twin Peaks. There's rumblings out there they've kind of slowed down recently but you know, speaking of rumors connor you also wanted to get into a rumor about netflix that's been uh kind of kind of making the waves on the internet today yeah this is a very new thing so you know netflix right there they uh they have an idea to innovate the uh the film industry and and watching films too it's uh it's uh kyle you want to want to go ahead and explain to the people what uh what this idea is that Netflix has. Yeah. Now I'm no scientist, so I'm probably not uh, going to get it, you know, perfectly, but Netflix wants to start. Is it just movies? Is that uh, TV like, too? Just like their, okay. whole, their whole catalog. So Netflix wants to speed up their whole catalog by 1.5 times so that everyone can watch their favorite films and shows just a little bit faster. <laughs> get, just get through, just get through that binge, you know, just, just That's you right. know a few minutes well i mean yeah. we all have busy lives you know we, yeah. we can't be we can't be you know making time for art in our lives right we can't be making time for art in the way that the artist intended it to be seen no. we have to be able to just fit it in to our busy schedules so yeah. it's really i i greatly appreciate that netflix is taking this step to make our art more efficient you know yeah, like yeah, i wish everything is. in my life moved at 1.5 times Oh, that, wouldn't that be great? We'd just be zipping really? around like, woo. Well, Kyle, I think there's certain things you wouldn't want to move that fast. <laughs> you, you can't get much faster than five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but more seriously, uh, I, so I, I think what the, what the rumors are actually saying is that Netflix is testing, like, variable playback speeds. So they're they're testing... The, the potential for, you know, the users to decide how fast they want to view their content. Um, if it, I think it goes without saying that this is an absolutely atrocious, hideous <laughs> idea. 
and that they <laughs> should be the ashamed though, for even considering it. I bet you there's just as many people who think that this is a fantastic idea, or more than the people who realize that this is a totally anti-art, like total, total slap in the face, like idea. <laughs> what would our guy? What would our guy David Lynch say about this? Who famously <laughs> already has been outspoken in an interview of saying uh, what he thinks of people watching movies on uh, their phone. Such you a know. sadness. It's such a sadness. Get Imagine real. If his uh, if his acceptance speech was one point five times, Whew. oh man, that would it would have been over like that. Yeah, you'd blink and you'd miss it. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I don't even know what else to say about about this. It, it's it, it's absolutely horrifying, and I hope that it doesn't happen. I hope that there's enough pushback from filmmakers to you know really really rally against this but i mean it, honestly it would not surprise me if netflix went through with it anyway just because oh, sure they've they already done things to like hurt the integrity of the the stuff <laughs> on their catalog yeah. like uh offering an option to skip the opening titles of movies you oh, know, like, oh you know, like wow they, like they that. have that for movies too yeah they have that for Ooh. movies so you could you know watch you know whatever movie you could think of et whatever and skip whatever the opening titles are because you know just got to get straight to the movie don't worry about like seeing that which was also crafted by the artist and made in a particular way now nah, we gotta we gotta keep it going we gotta get through these things fast as fast as possible what's yeah. the point what yeah what's the point exactly like, well netflix you're doing one thing well though and that's uh the irishman is coming out financing that yeah now now where's our guy marty though marty should speak up about this too you know Mar- martin scorsese if he, if he did honestly i bet you he i bet you he would yeah. But, you know. Yeah, time will tell. I mean, it's not like Marty is, is afraid of sharing his opinions when, when asked in interviews, as we've seen over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, guys, I'm very excited. This coming weekend, I'm going to be seeing The Irishman. I'm going to try hey. to find a way to, to get up there to New York and see it as well. I, I don't know what's what that's going to look like yet, but yeah, believe me, I, I, I want to be in the theaters oh, for yeah. The Irishman. And Kyle, you got to come with us, too. Like we gotta... No, I'm going to stay at home and watch it one and a half times faster than you are. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long movie, after all. <laughs> exactly. I can't, I can't be sitting through that, that crap. I've got things to do. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, I think we, we we've talked long enough about the the, the movie news and the the scuttlebutt, the, you know, in, in, in crazy developments going on. So I think let's it's about time that we actually get into the movie that we all saw. So we oh, saw right. the film The Lighthouse. Um, so here's a synopsis: the hypnotic and hallucinatory tale of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. It was directed by Robert Eggers and stars Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe in the lead, really the only roles in the movie. Uh, this hey, there were other uh, old guys at the beginning. Yeah, there was, a, there was two old guys in the beginning that you, you, you see from far away, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Pretty much it. Um, this is also a movie that's released by A24, which we talked about in the past with uh, Midsummer. They released that movie. Um, and Robert Eggers is, is also known for directing The Witch, which was another A24 movie. I think one of their, their first like really popular movies that kind of broke that was, through. That was the first time I remember seeing A24. Yeah, like they, they got kind of famous on that movie a little bit. So this is his, his next movie after that. So, uh, Kyle. Yes. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about The Lighthouse? So, usually... Usually I don't care too much what the people around me think of a movie. Because, you know, people are stupid, like myself. But 
at when the credits start rolling for this movie, the teenage girl next to me, I think, put it best when she just put her hands up and said, "What?" And I feel like maybe not that extreme, but that was a very similar sentiment I had watching this movie. In a good way, though. I I enjoyed this movie a whole lot. But oh man, is it a weird movie? Like it. I think I said this right afterwards to you, Joey. It's one of the few movies where I felt very like unsettled and weird but also i was laughing through this unsettling feeling it's definitely a movie yeah. that makes you feel weird yeah it, it puts you in a weird place it might be good weird though i i, I, I mean i'll tell I you really right enjoyed now. it i think but, it's good weird oh man is it weird <laughs> um i think the 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 best thing i can say about the lighthouse before really getting into the movie itself is that I'm shocked that we're even able to see this in Delaware. <laughs> yes, and I at a mall movie theater. Yeah, I, I urge everyone listening to this to please go see this while you still have a chance. Like, so it's it's currently playing at the the mall. I think it's playing in Brandywine. Um, that sounds about right. It's extremely rare for Delaware to get these kinds of like extremely art house movies, <laughs> and I mean this is like an extremely art house movie we're talking like it's in black and white it's in a four by three aspect ratio super r-rated i mean the premise is about two weird guys stranded on an island with a lighthouse i mean the fact that this is playing in giant multiplex theaters and just average movie going audiences are just going like yeah why not i'll see this like oh my god you you love to see it it. You absolutely love to see it. It's it was a magical experience seeing this with a packed theater, mm-hmm. and it was a packed theater. Like you really got to hand it to A twenty four. Like they they somehow managed to not only get these kinds of weirdo movies into big theaters, but they actually get people to see them. Like, yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Connor, what what did you think of the lighthouse? What did I think of lighthouse? I I loved Lighthouse. <laughs> I, I mean, I think this is one of the best movies I've seen all year. I think the only movie that tops it would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but this is it's fantastic. Like the, just all around acting, like just the, the the comedy, the horror, just the 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 surrealness, the way it was shot, the way it was every everything about it was just incredible. The story, this just I'm forever thankful to A24 for existing. Because without <laughs> yeah. them, it seems like I would have nothing left, you know? <laughs> like, I, mean, I need these guys. These guys have done, like, so many great things like yeah. in terms of, like, getting these pictures into theaters that are getting mm-hmm. seen by audiences. And there's, they still have movies coming out this year that are, yeah. that are, like, ones that I really want to see that I'm very interested mm-hmm. in that are, I think, you know, definitely going to be in the consideration for award season, too. Yeah. It's it's it, that's what this one felt like to me. I yeah, for sure. Couldn't you know? I couldn't rave more about it. I think we should get into it because it, it's just uh, you know amazing. So I guess like these two guys are you know Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. so who are pretty well known actors. Yeah, for I would everybody. say so. And uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson, they're both wikis, right? So what a wiki is is they're people who uh they're lighthouse keepers they're on assignment to at a, on like an island to keep the lighthouse going so that other ships can like see right mm-hmm. know like where they're going and it shows you like in gruesome detail how how rough that existence would be mm-hmm. and it and was in the 1890s of exactly how you had to keep a lighthouse going but it it isn't just like this is a terrible job. Like in the in the beginning, when I when we were, you're first watching the movie, you get the sense like, wow, 
doing this is just terrible. Like, and, and it's it, it feels very much like you just kind of see the process of what they're doing, and it just it, it it's it's rough. But what the movie's really about is how doing that and straining yourself with you know two deeply strange people stranding <laughs> themselves together in this absolutely horrible environment going basically completely insane because of it um <laughs> so it, it's it's a good old-fashioned descent into madness i think is the the best way to describe it oh, yeah. so don't don't go into this thinking you're just going to see a movie about two guys tending a lighthouse that's not what this is. That, that I mean, it is oh, what this I, I is, but it's I, not I didn't what wanna, this is. I didn't want to try to make that see the only thing it was, but it, it's beautiful too. Oh, the no light, the it. lighthouse is amazing. The scene, yeah. just the, everything about this is awesome. <laughs> the little, the little shack house that they live in, like they get so much out of that. It, it's the, the camaraderie that they have, and also they hate each other at the same time, and it just <laughs> it, it goes through so many like, ah, oh, you're, I, I don't know. It's almost hard to talk about because there's so yeah. much there's so much going on with it that you you basically have to grasp with that each individual little detail to try to form a bigger picture of why yeah. it's so so interesting. Um, but I think the the easiest thing to talk about would be just the performances, right? I mean, we're we're talking about both of these guys giving absolute like tour de force performances. Like yeah, like Willem Dafoe is is incredible. In this movie, every one of his speeches is just like amazing. I think, yeah, like he he, he kind of sounds like a pirate, um, <laughs> yes. and he he has these ridiculous manic rants where they're like these poetic, insane diatribes that like go multiple on times. forever, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and they're like, amazing. And, and you and, want and to keep going, and and so like Robert Eggers, he's pretty well known <laughs> for The Witch, right? And that movie one of the things that it did was it had this kind of approximation of ye old English dialect in it. Um, and this movie has a similar thing with like 1800s dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some turns of phrase and language that's a little bit like archaic and maybe sometimes hard to understand. And so sometimes like Willem Dafoe will just be going on these these rants and you could barely understand what he's saying, but you can't look away. It's absolutely captivating because just the intensity in the guy's like performance and his eyes are just like drawing you in and it's like... It's horrifying and it's kind of funny, but it, it, like that—that's kind of the, the the general vibe of the movie. It's like you're sitting there just like glued to the screen in this weird state of like being absolutely disgusted, but also being like captivated and also thinking it's kind of funny. Like I, yeah, I don't I, know how how else to describe it. Yeah. it it's, I thought it was it's hilarious. Very strange. I, didn't, I, I didn't get disturbing. Uh, well, I mean, I understand the disturbing aspect but i i wasn't i wasn't feeling as uncomfortable or feeling or anything i don't know i just enjoyed what i was watching the whole time <laughs> well, it, you, it, you might be a little bit weird then, yeah maybe i'm just a sicko I don't <laughs> you, know. might be, you might be a bit of a sicko <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you right now guys don't go into this thinking it's just a fun romp like connor's no, trying to no, say no no it, it is not that but don't, don't be it, fooled it, like that teenager next to me it's <laughs> it's, it's like I, this is exactly what i was like hoping to get out of this it, like there i can't imagine a better movie to watch at like like a like a horror i guess this is a horror movie in in a sense like it kind of defies genre a little bit it does it does a little bit right but i i thought it was a great october you know oh sure to watch because it it's exactly what what i kind of want to see i want to see some like some scary horrific stuff maybe and then i want to be able to laugh at it though too at the same time (laughs) it's uh you know it's perfect 
I think the uh, the movie that it reminded me the most of is Ingmar Bergman's Persona. I don't know if either of you guys have you seen this. I saw it in a film class like a while ago. I played the games. <laughs> it's very very different uh, <laughs> different properties we're talking about here, Kyle. Um, but that movie, like, they're both kind of similar in that they're they're both like featuring two main characters in one setting that both kind of go a little nuts. Um, and both movies also have a lot of ambiguity about the events that take place. Um, like in this movie, there's there's a, there's instances of like the lines between the characters being blurred a little bit. Where like in in this, for example, like there there are times when the characters will say like they'll they'll talk about something they did as if the other person did it, and then it's like revealed later on that both characters have the same name, Thomas. And it's like, I, <laughs> yes. I don't know what this means. I, I, I couldn't tell you what, what I make of any of this. And I couldn't tell you what I made of any of Persona because I saw it a while ago. And I don't think that I really got it at the time or really appreciated it. But watching this made me really want to go back and see that. Because it's clear that that was an inspiration on uh, on this. And also, obviously, like, I mean, both movies were talking about like four by three aspect ratio, black and white movies. So maybe that's a little, maybe that's really why the comparison came through. But they're both similar, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, I, I think it's interesting to see a movie like Persona, you know, this like really hardcore Ingmar Bergman art film, a movie like that playing to mass audiences <laughs> in multiplexes. That's a uh, that's a deeply beautiful thing to me. Yeah, it's a, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, Kyle, one thing that you said too yeah. after we uh, we left the theater, you'd mentioned some aspects of the sound design in oh, yeah. in this that are just incredible. Like I think even more so than. The cinematography, which is great, like I, I really, really love how it puts you in that place. But like, the sound design really helps put you in the mindset of the characters because it's kind of slowly driving you absolutely insane in the same way. Yeah, like that. Honestly, it's well, I guess this isn't a spoiler, but like the loud booming noise that goes on for a lot of the movie. That's mm -hmm. what like gave it the disturbing feel for me yeah it's just like a very unsettling sound that it's keeps that, hitting you yeah over it's that foghorn of the lighthouse basically yeah. right where it, it's you know the, these guys are constantly dealing in this this horrible environment and every once in a while just this loud boom yeah right in their faces and right in their ears it, it, it hits us with just the same intensity yeah uh, it, it's it's just amazing and like the, the attention to detail that had like all of those little elements coming into place to really make the setting like feel so alive mm. it's it's really a beautiful thing yeah so i have this uh when when you guys were watching this did you think that they were like both like going mad at the same time and at the same rate or is it i like think a... there's there's times when you feel like it's only one of them and then there's times when you feel like it's both of them and it's kind of hard to tell right which is which um, and I think this is the kind of movie that would reward repeat viewing. I was just going to say, I think yeah. that I will get a different experience watching it the next time because yeah, I was, I, I was so. seeing it like this one character is going mad, but really if I kept watching it a from a different angle, maybe I would see it differently. And then maybe it's, yeah. you know, it's all of it. It's both of them at the same time and they're doing it to each other with their, yeah. uh, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's just awesome. Like, I think this is just mastery. I really do. And The Witch was great also. This guy is a tremendous filmmaker. I, I, I'm a big fan of his work. I, mean, I didn't see The Witch, so I had no idea going into it. And I'm really not like a big horror movie guy. Um, so I think that 
I, I didn't go into it this expecting a horror movie, and it's really not. No, so I wouldn't I wouldn't really. go to to like if you're expecting a horror movie, I don't really think that's exactly what this is. But I I don't really know how to describe it either. Like I, I don't want to call it a comedy, even though there are funny parts. No, I, I would I don't know if I would straight up call this a comedy. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, like I said it before, it kind of defies genre a little bit, and you just kind of gotta go into it knowing that it's pretty disturbing, but also kind of funny, and that the experience that you're going to get is at, at least at the very least it's very unique mm-hmm. you know I, I don't think that there's anything else in theaters you're going to see today yeah well I mean, not even today like i just this. haven't seen a movie like this in a long time it's extremely refreshing yeah. in that sense especially in delaware where like this this kind of stuff never yeah. never shows up but it's also like i, I don't, I don't want to just like we, we've all talked about how like great this is but i don't want to give the impression that it's just like this like hardcore art film that only a certain audience could appreciate. I think it's pretty broad or at least it feels pretty broad to me because anybody will be disturbed by the stuff that's happening in this. And I think anybody will find the, the stuff that's funny, funny. I mean, we're talking like fart jokes like this, this, this is not a, this movie, a not highbrow movie. No. Yeah, like the, 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 so don't get the sense that it, it's something that's like, you know, above your level or whatever. Like, yeah. it, and also don't be like disturbed by the fact that it's like black and white or, or four by three. It only enhances the presentation. It only, or makes the fact that you like uh, long stretches, you won't know what they're saying. Yeah. You yeah. have no idea what, what's going on really. But again, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just let it wash over you. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, just kind of drink it all in. You know, just just let it let it all let it, let it all affect you, and you will. Yeah, you'll you'll leave the theater feeling a little gross, maybe, and. Uh, but not, it, not like not like midsummer gross. No, but... not like you're you're like actively yeah f- feel like the movie was trying to harm you. No, but just in the sense <laughs> that like the lights will go up. And you'll you'll think to yourself, I just experienced that with a large group of people, and I feel yeah. kind of weird right now. Um, then you'll go home, and you know you'll you'll talk about how much you loved it. I, I, I don't know, guys. I feel like we've kind of talked in circles a little bit, so let's wrap this up. No, I agree. It, it, I do want to say one. Can I can I just mention that the use of the seagulls in this oh, is oh, yeah. just. Oh, Amazing. Man. They had an entire, when you're watching through the credits, they had an entire team of maybe like 20 people or more even that were just the seagull team. They're like to make, to like for the to training the seagulls to make sure that they were moving in the right direction and everything for the shots. You know, there was a part of me that was wondering if they were CGI, but they look too real to be CGI. So it's no, kind of real. good to know that all of that was real. Oh my God. God, I hope at least at one point it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, on on, the, on that note, uh, everybody, please go see the lighthouse. Yes. Make, make some time. Uh, okay. Okay. Let me let me step back for a second. This movie's not for everybody. Um, <laughs> take your kids. No, don't don't take your kids to the lighthouse. Um, don't take your significant other to the lighthouse unless they're don't, just don't as take weird your, as you. Don't take your teenage daughter who saw Twilight and loves Robert Pattinson. <laughs> don't take your grandma. Um, yeah. Oh, grandma will love this movie. Just, just take yourself and maybe a group of friends, and just and don't sit next to each other. You, you, you're gonna, you're gonna have a weird time, but it's the right kind of weird time. And I think uh, it, it's, it's such an aggressively weird movie that it may even broaden your horizons a little bit, just because I don't think anybody's ever seen 
Like nobody in Delaware has seen anything like this in a, in a movie theater in a long time. So I think it's kind of a special, uh, special experience to go have while you still have the chance. So. Yeah, you know, I think this is a pretty good gateway art house film. If a little bit, yeah. You know, like kind of wanting to get into maybe some other things in art, like Captain America Five, like and want to yeah. see some other like maybe, you know, different types of things. I think this is a good entryway. Yeah, I I would say so, too. I would say so, too. Everybody, thank you for listening. Um, Next week, we're going to figure out something to do. You know, we talked about wanting to see the the Irishman. I don't know if we'll have that scene in time to do an episode, but we'll we'll get you something. We'll get you something. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Until that point, though, everybody have a a great rest of your morning. And and happy Halloween, everybody. Spooky.